Are you seeking fulfillment for your life? Do you want freedom from fear? That's why we're here. Welcome to Jesus 101, introducing you to the real Jesus. And now, here's your host, Elizabeth Talbot with Mike Tucker. I'm Mike Tucker. And I'm Elizabeth Talbot. And Elizabeth, I found out that you really do have a dark side, and it goes all the way back to kindergarten when you were five years of age. You did something which has caused you to to create birds for all the children in your class. Forty birds, you said? Yes, we were uh, 41, and I had to make 41 birds. But let me tell you what the story was. Okay, what happened? Uh, they gave us a bird that we needed to glue together, okay. and mine was glued backwards when so, I get to the so, – I had made a mistake. So, what, the wings are on backwards? Yeah, or something. I don't oh, okay. remember. <laughs> <laughs> so, the teacher came to me and said, Lisi, you know, that's my nickname, um, the bird is glued backwards, and um, I felt so bad. Mm. I waited till break time, mm-hmm. and I went seat by seat, and I broke Every one of the birds. No, you didn't. Of the whole class, all 40 other birds. So, if, if you couldn't have it right, they weren't going to have no, it right. No, no. If I cannot be right, nobody can. Oh, no. <laughs> now, you oh. can understand uh, why Th- it's so hard to work with me. This yeah? explains so much. <laughs> so, you broke so, all 40 birds. Yeah. So, when the teacher came back in, I was the only one inside the classroom. Yeah. <laughs> and this mountain of broken of, birds. Of broken birds. And yeah. she said, what happened here? And I said, I started crying, you know, because mm-hmm. I thought that was going to make me feel better. Mm-hmm. And she sent me home to make birds for two weeks. And mm-hmm. my mother sat with me there and we made birds and birds. Someday I'll tell you that I've been to therapy. Now you know why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you you made a, a very big mistake as a five-year-old and you had to pay for that mistake. Now your mother helped you with that, but still you paid for a mistake, oh, didn't yes. you? And, and you know, we try to teach our children that there is times in which you have to pay for what you've done. And the story that we're going to see today seems to just go against that. Yeah, it flies in the face of that reasoning, doesn't it? Because here we have a woman who is guilty. Yes. Who does not get what she deserves. deserves. And so we're going to try to to find out what's going on in this story on John chapter 8. This is one of the most uh, striking stories in this gospel of it, John. It is one of my favorite stories, to tell you the truth. I continue to be amazed by this story every time I read it. Let's take a look well, at it again, Well, yeah, let's take a, a look at it, and we're going to stop in certain keywords as mm-hmm. we're going th- through verse by verse. So we're going to start on verse 1. But Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. And early in the morning, he came again into the temple, and all the people were coming to him, and he sat down and began to teach them. Okay, the first thing we need to remember is where this story takes place. It takes place in the temple. The temple. A lot of people, when they see people grabbing stones to stone this woman Mm -hmm. and stuff, they forget Mm -hmm. that we are in church. Yeah, in church. I mean, how many times have you seen people with a stone in one hand and the Bible on the other? You know, to tell you the truth, that is a visual that I can imagine. (laughs) Yes, because sometimes we don't see the stones. But people come with stones to church That's right I mean, obviously I'm speaking metaphorically But I have seen that Yes, and you know This is the atmosphere Because the scribes and the Pharisees say, Verse Mm 3 They brought this woman caught in adultery And they set her in the center of the court All right, here's a question Where's the man? Yeah, the man is not there But you know what? They're violating all kinds of things Yes, they are So let's deal with all the exceptions That we have heard over the years So that we can 
really get to the... Uh, mm-hmm. So the first thing we're going to deal with is, where is the man? Yeah. The man is not there. And he He's was supposed there. to be yeah. there. And by the way, the laws regarding adultery were such that they had to have witnesses, and what they had to see was so specific that mm-hmm. this had to be a setup. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's really no way around it. When you look at the laws regarding adultery and stoning a woman in, in adultery, what had to be witnessed had to be a setup. Mm-hmm. And then the man is left out of this. So he was obviously a part of the sting operation. Yeah, we know me. that they are trying to test him because they've been right. trying to test him all right. along. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, uh, this woman was guilty of adultery. And yes. they decided they're going to make an example out of her right. and bring her to the center of the court. So we're mm-hmm. going to be told several times in this passage that she's in the center she's of the court. She's in the center of the court. She, and so sometimes when I preach this sermon, I say to people, anyone committed adultery this morning that could come up right now so we can use you as a visual aid? You know, I, I hope you've never gotten a response from that. <laughs> I have never. It's just the giggle. And so here we have um, this woman. Uh, adultery at that time was defined as uh, somebody having sex with somebody else's mm-hmm. wife, mm-hmm. not a, a single woman. Right. So this woman had to be married. Had to be married. So here we have uh, verse 4. They said to him, Teacher, this woman has been caught in adultery in the very act. And now they start quoting scripture yeah. because not everybody that quotes scripture has a redeeming motive. No, I, you know, and again, a lot of people do quote scripture to you, but it's not for the right purposes. Yeah, and this is one of those cases when they mm-hmm. are going to talk about the law, but they specifically with this almost like bloodthirsty, mm-hmm. you know, because they're talking about the law with a stone in one hand and the Bible on the other. That's oh right. my, that visualization. It says, now in the law, Moses commanded us to stone such women. What then do you say? Well, some people say, well, there must not be such law. Mm-hmm. Actually, there is such law. Mm-hmm. And it's in, the, in a book that I cannot pronounce. Deuteronomy. <laughs> Sorry about my Again, English. that but... is the major reason I'm here, Elizabeth, is so right. that I may say the book of Deuteronomy for you. <laughs> okay. So, so, Deuteronomy chapter 22, starting with verse 22. Yes, 24. And that's the actual law where we get this, mm-hmm. this law against women um, and their partners that are committing adultery. It's as if a man is found lying with a married woman, then both of them shall die. Again, the question is, where's the man? The man who lay with the woman and the woman, thus you shall purge the evil from Israel. Okay, so we're not going to continue because we don't have much time with that, but you can go back and see how these rules to to keep Israel pure were so Mm -hmm. strong. And so it looks like these people are on the right to ask. After all, God gave the law. That's right. So it says uh, we're supposed to stone such women, so they're coming ready. You know, mm-hmm. usually a lot of people are very ready to enforce with stones That's this right. type of thing. Right. It says on verse 6 that they were testing him. And we already know this is a test. We know it's a setup. We know the man is missing. Now that we dealt with all of that, let's put all that on the side because the truth is the woman is guilty. Yeah, she is guilty. It says, and they were saying this, testing him in order that they might have grounds for accusing him. But Jesus stooped down and with his finger wrote in the ground. You know, this is the only time in all the Gospels that is registered that Jesus wrote something. Yeah, that he wrote something. And he wrote it on the sand, Mm -hmm. so we don't have anything. There is no record of, I mean, no official record, so we know what he wrote. And that's what I wanted to know, is what did he write there? And obviously, there's no way of knowing for certain, but Mm -hmm. he wrote in the ground with his finger. And the response of the people as they watched him write was this. But when they persisted in asking him, he straightened up and said to them, Who is without sin among you? Let him be the first to throw a stone at her. And somehow, 
he gives a sentence and and this woman if i was this woman i would be covering my face right now because right. i know the stone is coming yes i, I mean yeah. how am i gonna ever think that they're gonna be conscious stricken mm-hmm. at this moment mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm covering myself right and uh he, he continued writing says verse eight and we think that he probably wrote something that made them think about their own sins it yes. could have been their own That's sins right. or, or something that made them think about their own sins mm-hmm. the truth is in verse 9, uh, something amazing happens. And when they heard it, they began to go out one by one, beginning with the older ones. And he was left alone, and the woman where she was in the midst. Again, it says in the original, in the center of the court. In the center of the court. So here, once again, we're reminded that this is an example. I mean, she has broken many birds. We're going to make her yeah. pay. <laughs> and this is an example for everybody, mm-hmm. so you'll never do this again. Mm-hmm. And so Jesus is left with her. Now, let me remind you that the sentence said, let him who is without sin yeah. throw the first, first stone. Yeah. And there's only one person there who's without sin. And Jesus qualifies to throw the first stone. That's right. If anyone could throw the stone, it's him. And everyone else has admitted that they're not worthy of that, so they've left. And straightening up, Jesus said to her, Woman, where are they? Did no one condemn you? Oh, man. Can you imagine those words coming to this woman and what she must have felt? But I think when she saw Jesus, if she understood who Jesus was, she thought, well, maybe those people didn't qualify to throw the stone, but But this this man man for sure will. Yes, he does. And yet, his words were not words of condemnation. Again, I'm I'm taken back to uh, John 3, for God sent not a son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And he certainly did not condemn this woman. And this is the part where it really gets me. I mean, how dare Jesus abort this stoning Mm -hmm. when the law of God requires requires it. Deuteronomy, we just read it. See, a lot of people say, well, that's because he doesn't care about the law anymore. That's Mm -hmm. because God is no longer just. That's because God is no longer holy. He's just graceful and whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. The truth is, this was just an aborted stoning, and you can put there a sign that says to be continued, Mm -hmm. because a few days later, those stones will be picked up symbolically again. Yeah, against Jesus. Against Jesus. Who's going to bear this woman's sin on the cross. Yeah, so it's not that he doesn't care. No. The cost of grace is very high. extremely high. The cost of our sin is incredibly high. You know, grace is a free thing to us, but it costs someone a great deal, and the person who it costs a lot is Jesus. Jesus Christ. And of course, he answers this woman, neither do I condemn you. Go your way. From now on, uh, sin no more. Yeah, and usually that's the order. God finds you and redeems you where you are. Mm -hmm. And then he says, now I'm going to teach you to live better, healthily, with more Mm -hmm. joy. Sin no more. Mm -hmm. I, I dare to look for a place in the Bible where it's the opposite order. Yeah. Yeah. You go and sin no more, and, and you come back you here, come and back we'll here. see, I will not condemn Straighten you. yourself up first. And how many times have we had people say, you know, I'd love to come to Jesus, but I've got so much in my life i got to get rid of. It doesn't you, work that way. You know, this chapter uh, has a lot of things about freedom, and, and mm-hmm. verse 36 says, if the Son makes you free, you will be free, free indeed. indeed. And this woman became free. No matter how deep your sin, there is forgiveness for you. The one who did not condemn this woman will not condemn you if you will claim, a, claim his name, believe in him, and he will set you free. Amen. Thank you for joining us today on Jesus 101. For more insights and resources, connect with us at Jesus101.tv. That's Jesus101.tv. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Jesus 101 Institute and follow us on Twitter at Jesus 101 Media. Until next time, live free. Woohoo!